Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday and good morning, Jackie. Good morning, Claudia. Happy Thursday. That feels like a Tuesday. Wow. Acknowledge this space. It's so rare to not only get a short week, but a three-day one for us at that. It's just such a beautiful time. You know, even though it's raining here in New York, whatever. on the way down from the weekend. It's just important to acknowledge these spaces. I just feel like we had a three-day weekend, but most people had a four-day work week this week. And I think that what we're learning is that this is how life was meant to be lived. (laughs) And I think it's like, you still get so much done in a four-day work week, arguably more. Arguably more. I mean, we dropped a Redheads episode this morning that was so good. We recorded last night about the book American Duchess. Truckers for the Redheads are coming out. The sirens are blaring because... We had such a great conversation about the book. I think all of us liked the book even more after talking about it. We were sharing like all of the interesting historical factoids that we learned from the book. So even if you didn't read the book, I think you could listen to the episode. But if you're struggling to get through the book, I saw some comments in the Redheads Facebook group. Keep going. Just keep going. I know it can lull, but you want to get to the end. And then I think once you see the big picture, you'll really like it. Do you think you're only saying that because the book was your selection? Like I would say that about if I chose a book, but if someone else was like, I'm like, no, I'm not finishing this. No, because the other girls all said like they would never have read a book like this, but they're so glad that they did. And if they had picked it up and been like, oh no, like at, you know, 10% be like, this is not for me. But they had to finish it. And I think because when you when you do finish it, you have such an appreciation for the story, for the woman. And then you listen to the episode and it was such a fun one. So the Redheads, it's never too late to join. And I would argue you should join on this book. If you love Downton Abbey, if you love Bridgerton, this is a book for you. I think there's no better time to become a Redhead than at the tail end of a four-day work week. I think that's like a famous proverb, correct? Yeah. And especially like as we're heading into summer, you need a bee tree. I don't know what you like to read on the beach, but... There's something for everyone ever at the Redheads. There's something for everyone. Rebecca just announced her new book choice, and it looks really good. has an amazing rating on Goodreads. So we're just chugging along here at the Redheads. Chugging along, chugging along. I'm chugging along as well, even though I almost got taken out last night by a migraine. I went to the Nick game, which is so fun. I haven't been in so long, but I really forgot that, like, literally every time I've ever been to a Nick game, I get a migraine. It's like a migraine minefield. It's like... It's probably because of the noise. Bright lights strobe lights so much noise and like because it was a playoff game like it was so loud I left with the worst motherfucking migraine of my life but it was worth it because first of all me and Ben made it on TV and not even MSG local we made it on TNT NBA on TNT and we were looking we were looking okay (laughs) second um I had amazing chicken fingers like chicken fingers at Madison Square Garden just hit different they're so good and three, like, Ben was so happy that I finally agreed to go to a game with him. So, like, we all won, except for the Knicks. They obviously lost and put themselves out of the Playoffs. conference. Yeah. Um, 
but a good time was had by all. There were so many celebrities at the game. Like, literally, I've never seen... They always do, like, Celebrity Row. Yeah. And it's, like, always Tracy Morgan, uh-huh. Mariska Hargitay, and, like, one other person. But Tracy Morgan was there, Mariska Hargitay, and Peter Herman were I there. Saw. And also, last night was the series finale of Younger. Oh, wow. So don't spoil it if you've seen it, but I'm going to go home and watch it. I watched last week's episode yesterday. So. Oh, I'm so behind. It's honestly... Usually when a show I like ends, I get really sad. But after watching the season, it's certainly time to get time to go. Yeah. And did you tell Peter that when you saw him? No. But like, honestly, I kept thinking I was kind of like ish close to him. I'm like, if I run into him, I'm definitely going to be like, I don't know if you remember me, but like you were on my podcast and we fell in love. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't say that in front of Mariska, though. Yeah. So I think Chris, he would remember. Chris Rock was there. Okay. So many like Jets, former baseball players. The people were going nuts. I had no idea who they were. They didn't put her on the screen, but Emily Ratajkowski was there. Okay. Um... Michael J. Fox, obviously. And it's actually... Well, never mind. I'm taking back what I said. And some other guy from The Sopranos who I didn't know, but I think his name was Michael and everyone like went wild. It was just... I was thinking, like, do other basketball teams have this many celebrities at their games? Like, no. Well, it had to be in a star-filled city. So I'm sure in LA, yeah. Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, but, like, Miami. you go to a Milwaukee Bucks game. Like, there's no celebs. There might be one or two. Maybe some locals. Maybe they're playing a team. Maybe someone's in town. Yeah. It just depends. But New York is a star-filled town. It was like... Duh, because we live here. Because we live here, yeah. <laughs> And it was like stars. Celebrity Row presented by Douglas Elliman like every single time Adam like there's another celebrity like it was crazy it was so fun that's so fun I'm so glad that you went yeah no it was a good time a good time was had by most except for obviously like the people playing for the Knicks very sad for them shocking that this team I know I'm no basketball analyst but shocking this team even made the playoffs like no offense like what were they doing and now that I know all about it like justice for Julius Randall, so cute by the way like kind of loved him um like, people were upset with him because he's, like, the star player. But, like, it's a team sport. Like, he can't do everything. He had nine turnovers. Okay, he also was the only one who made, like, any points. Like, and that's literally the only thing that matters. It's how you win a game. So, it was just, like, frustrating. I don't understand how this band of yellow belly losers made the playoffs because they were so bad. Like, it was, like, embarrassing to, like, be a part of this franchise, be wearing a, a jersey. Well, imagine how your husband feels. Oh, my God. And I was trying to, like, give him, you know, some will to live. Because Ben has been an Knicks fan for so long. They haven't made the playoffs in eight years. And of course they weren't going to make it past this round. Like, Trey Young and Bogdanovich, like, they were so good. Like, they literally couldn't miss. And so I'm like, Ben, we were never making it out of this round, like, a lie. But you should just be grateful that, one, you got... the experience, the memories. The memories. And uh, Ben is the only person I know. There were five playoffs games. Three of them were in New York. And Ben went to every single one of them. So, like, you got to experience wins. You got to experience losses. Like, that's just a part of life. And honestly, that's just a part of being a Knicks player. I'm a Knicks fan. So, like, just be grateful. Yeah. No, it seemed like it was a fun time for the fans and, like, be glad with what you got. Yeah. You know, be happy with what you got. And it was literally like Good, a Jewish. It's the one I wanted. A high school reunion. Like literally every Jewish person I'd ever met was at the next game. It's literally like it should be sponsored by Yeshiva University. Like it was literally like Jew Central. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's really fun. Glad that you did that. Yeah. I mean, it was annoying because I got home late and then I talked to Beverly Hills, but it was worth it because it was such a good episode. It was such a good episode. I had such a busy, hectic day yesterday because of all my reading that I had to catch up on and then doing the outline for the episode and recording with the girls. But it was it all turned out so great. And hard I miss, work pays off. I honestly like miss the book. Like, oh, you know, you course. know, the feeling. Of course. So Redhead. Did you dream out about now, it? Did I dream about it? I did the night before when I was in the middle of the book. 
Um, but the new episode is out now when we're done here. Head over there, check it out. You know, poke around on the redhead. See what books are out there. Like, you're probably thinking, no, I don't read. Like, it's not for me. But, like, why don't you read? That you, is a great question, one in which I used to ask very frequently. You could read. Like, just try it. Yeah, even though I'm on, like, a downward spiral now. I, like, started, like, four books in a row that I just hate. Me too. We Were Liars sucks. It happens sometimes. It's part of the journey. So annoying. You'll find a book that hits. We're going to read Malibu Rising next. Yes. Not for redheads, just like you and I are going to read it. And so um, th- I think that's going to be great. Me too. That's our girl, Taylor Jenkins Reid. I'm thinking of, like, taking, like, a, a relaxing weekend. I say that now, but I really just, like, don't want to be hungover. I hear you, my friend. I know. So what I think you, I need it, like, for my soul. No, it's so nice. I know that you're not going to stick to it. No. But it's nice that, you, that that's what you want. Well, I am hosting Shabbat dinner at my house, so I really can't do anything Friday night. So I'm 50% of the way there, unless I get drunk at Shabbat, but... Never know anything can happen. Don't count out. You're the Countess. Some, you're meant to get drunk at Shabbat. And I'm just, like, meant to get drunk, period, you know? Where's the yeah. weirdest place you've ever been drunk? I don't know. Me neither. I didn't have an answer. I just was, like, wondering if you had one. I hadn't, I haven't thought about it long enough. I'm sure there's a weird answer. Yeah, I think like Ben's been drunk at a funeral, which is like so disrespectful. Well, it depends if it's like, it depends on the culture. That's true. Sometimes it's immensely It respectful. wasn't a celebration of life. It was like a full-blown <laughs> funeral. Got like it. a tragic accident, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. And that's my husband. <laughs> okay, well, I think we should get into everything because we have a lot to discuss. So without further ado, do, 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 where are you? It's raining today, so he did not come into work must be nice for him he's taking a mental health day like the rain is just like kind of gets to him the rain in spain flies mainly on, on the, the plane mainly though not completely <laughs> mainly without further ado here are the fast size stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast and today's episode should come as a surprise to nobody because it is brought to you by Bruce, the most fabulous electric toothbrush on the market. And they've come out with fabulous new seasonal colors. These ones are so trendy. I saw you bought. Which color did you get? I got this mauve and I got this package from Bruce yesterday that turned my whole day really? around. I got a whole new Bruce in a new color. In and this, you have a whole new like je ne sais quoi. I have a whole new lease on life. It literally was the most exciting package I've opened in so long. You guys treat yourself to the gift of opening up your brooch. It's so amazing. And so this morning I brooched with my fresh brooch oh. and last night too. And look at me. You got the mauve cloud, but they have new colors, green dream, a gray mist. So I've had the millennial pink one for a while. It might be time to switch up my aesthetic. I didn't even know that that's what I was craving. And now this mauve just walked into my life. Well, for those who don't know, the brooch is the best electric toothbrush on the market, in our opinion. And it also is the most affordable because a lot of them can cost over $200, which actually is insane. Like, come on. Bruce has you covered. They've got everything that you need. The charging stand. It comes with six unique modes to customize the brushing experience. And it has a two-minute timer for a complete, even clean in all four quadrants of your mouth. So you don't... Sometimes I'm brushing my teeth. I'm like, have I been brushing for 35 minutes or 35 seconds? But the Bruce times it for you. Also, the battery life lasts four weeks. It comes with a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case. They also offer a subscription program so you never forget to change your brush head again. Just because you're using electric toothbrush, you still need to change out that brush head. It will become filled with bacteria, but... You don't have to remember it because the subscription service just sends it right to you and you just swap it out whenever the time is up and you don't need to keep track of it. Innovation, man. The design is super sleek. The electric toothbrush from Bruce has a modern, aesthetically pleasing design and it comes in trend-driven seasonal colors and it looks great on your bathroom counter. These new colors are only available for a limited time though, so get them before they're just a distant dream. And get 15% off your Bruce toothbrush kit because you know we got you covered and the refill plan. When you use promo code toast at Bruce.com, that's 15% off using promo code toast at B-R-U-U-S-H.com. Love it. 
treat yourself to a brush. The vibes are so immaculate. You think like, oh, why am I getting so excited about a toothbrush? You'll see. You'll see. Sign on. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Trust us on this one. Okay, first story, big news. David Spade will be guest hosting Bachelor in Paradise amid Chris Harrison's break from the franchise, says a source. Spade will be one of the celebrities in a rotating roster of guest hosts for the seventh season of the ABC dating show, a source confirms to People. Representatives for ABC and Warner Brothers did not immediately respond to People's requests for comment. So let's discuss David Spade in general and then also um, a rotating, what is this, Jeopardy? Right, and just the fact that like, Chris Harrison's return is being postponed even more. Yeah, I, and I don't know how he comes back. The, 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 the more longer. it gets postponed, the weirder it is when he comes back. Yeah, and so I feel like uh, David Spade is great. He's super funny. Um, the thing is, though, with the hosting, and I feel like we talk about this a lot, like when you're a talk show host or when you host a show and why Chris Harrison was so successful at it, is because Chris Harrison is literally like a big nothing burger. He's like boring. He doesn't do or say anything funny. And that's the point of the, jo- the job. You carry the show along. It's not about you. It's about the contestants. And I feel like David Spade is so funny, so famous that like, you can't help but make it about you because you're just that kind of star. And comedians always want to, like, you know, crack a joke when, honestly, it's not the point of the job. So we'll see how it turns out. But I think, like, having celebrities come in is actually not a great idea because yeah. that's just not the point of the role. Yeah, I just feel like, one, on the one hand, if you had asked me who's going to be the next host and it's not going to be Chris Harrison, I would have said Wells. Yes, So of that feels like a weird decision. And then they could have bumped up another cast member. They're, like, literally... Promoting from within. So many Bachelor contestants that go on to be hosts. So, like, there are a lot of people who could have auditioned for this job within the community. Because I do think having a celebrity, like, takes away from, like, the bubble of Bachelor life. But I also think the show is floundering. And they're so desperate. And they're like, okay, we don't need to protect the integrity of this Bachelor bubble. We need viewers. Right. And so I think they saw this as an opportunity, obviously, to, like, make people... what, What are people talking about right now? Like, the Chris Harrison of it all, which is, like, this big scandal that does not make Chris... Or the franchise look very good. So they're just trying to like deflect big celebrity. I get it. I agree with you. I think this is like a not a good sign. Because The Bachelor has always been loved by f- celebrities. But always protected the integrity of the community of Bachelor Nation. And while this will be probably fun and funny. It's just different. And yeah. I feel like it's not a good sign. Yeah. But Bachelor in Paradise is a very funny, silly show. So. It's true. It's not like it's David Spade hosting The Bachelor. Yeah. So we shall see. It's just weird. Like I'm, I'm not. It is weird, but I do. I did plan on watching Bachelor in Paradise because it is better. Than, but and that's and that and that's it for me. No Bachelorette. Oh, definitely not watching Katie's season. Oh, ba- Katie's season comes first. Yes. It, like is premiering soon. So we get a, it's premiering next week. Like we get a break. We get a break, but I will be watching Bachelor in Paradise. But if you're looking for Katie's season commentary, someone to make fun of it endlessly, the Snatchler will be returning to Toast News Network. She's back for the new season, and it'll be dropping every week. Nobody likes a roast quite like the Snatchler. She literally posted on her Instagram today, like not looking forward to the Bachelor premiering next week, but so excited to get the Snatchler back, just so I can see Nicole and we can make fun of Katie. Oh my God. Yeah, like. <laughs> Wait to listen. <laughs> it's going to be harsh season over at the Snatchler. Oh, we love harsh season. We do. Um, and then also the second part of this whole conversation is like, let's discuss the fact that Chris Harrison is not returning. Like, yeah, ever? Question mark. Yet again, I don't know. I don't know how he returns after this. I feel like he doesn't even want to. Like, but what is he gonna? I, what is he gonna do for work? I don't think he like needs to work. Jealous. Yeah. I wonder if he'll still have an executive producer credit on the show. For sure. I think he'll st- he's still probably making money and will continue to make money off of, off of the show. Seasons. Yeah. I don't know, like, what his finances are, but I feel like he's totally fine. 
Remember when he wrote a book, like a fictional book? Yeah, like Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's fine, but yeah. like for the rest of his life? I don't know. It's a. I mean, he went from having like the most ideal job in the country, like very little work, not year round, universally loved and adored by literally every human being. He went from that to literally being like the most divisive character in all of pop culture. Like an extremely unemployed. Uh, unemployable. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So we've been there, Chris. It, it gets better. And if you want to start a podcast, um, Toast News Network. Toast News Network is always hiring. We go by our alternative name, CNN Canceled News Network. <laughs> um, we will. We would literally love to have you because if you're canceled, then you're for TNN. Then you are for TNN. Okay, you ready for our next story? A little wine news. Wine news? Yes. Bethany Frankel is launching Forever Young Wine after her Skinny Girl success. Yes, I saw this like TikTok where she announced it. And I feel like Bethany's had a lot of success, but none of it has been on TikTok. And um, whoever she hired for Big Shot, I won't spoil it, is not helping her with the TikTok. And she either needs to have a complete 360 because it's ruining her brand or just get rid of it completely. No, but like on Big Shot, they could barely wrap their heads around Instagram, a photo and, shoot. Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. They didn't even introduce TikTok into the mix. It's clear they in her content. They need doing the TikTok. No, no. I believe that she is. That's literally <laughs> what I'm saying because they're like, all from her house in the Hamptons. And I'm sure it's just like her and Brynn in the house. I don't think her assistant is like staying with her. And Brynn is recording the content. Okay. Well, her latest spirit follows the success of her Skinny Girl branded products. She said, can lightning in a bottle strike twice? I cracked the code in the spirits business once before. My little cocktail baby was the fastest growing liquor brand in history at the time. I paved the way for many other media personalities to launch their own cocktail brands and created a new category. Now she's launching Forever Wine as superb, next level, and elevated, saying that with every sip, you will understand why I entered back into this space. She definitely created a new category like I don't think you can really speak about skinny girl without giving kudos to that and it's true like lightning did strike and I I just don't see it striking twice well she forever young wine is currently available in Malbec Cabernet Sauvignon and Sauvignon Blanc with a rosé coming soon and I think if I ever see it I'm gonna try it yeah of course can you tell me about what makes the company special or it's just like a wine company it's just a wine company and I think that it's like she's saying it's really good wine I don't know. I feel like now the space is very crowded. It's crowded. I don't know. It's interest. It's an interesting play. Yeah. And it's interesting to see like, of course, Skinny Girl was successful for a multitude of reasons. It was a great idea. It was low calorie. It had great marketing. But the show was yeah. so integral in the success. You can't deny that. And now she's not on TV. Yeah. So I wonder what that means for the success of this new company. Right. But she, oh, she has the built in platform already. Huge. So. I think it, I, I'll be I'll be surprised. Just like I was surprised when you said that Skinny Girl Shapewear is their biggest. That was shocking. Vertical. I would never have guessed that. Me so I think Bethany has like business things happening that we don't see. Yeah. Same. But I do think that still to this day, like her biggest hit was the Skinny Girl cocktail. Yeah, collection. because it's sold. Right. So we'll see, but um, very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, next story. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's top baby girl name prediction has a hidden historical meaning. So people are predicting what Meghan and Harry's baby girl's name is going to be. So I wanted to get your thoughts, and I'll share my own, about what we think the name is going to be. Most people are saying they think the name will be Philippa, 
as a tribute to Prince Philip. And Philippa is like a, a royal name. I don't think that's going to be it. You, I don't think it's... I, I see why people would think that. I don't think that's going to be it. I would like to know what you think it's going to be. Well, let me just say, Meghan and Harry are, yes, royals. But now they're really like Hollywood celebrities. And no offense, like Philippa's just like not going to cut it in the Hollywood school districts. Oh, it's also Pippa Middleton's name. Oh. Oh, Pippa's cute. Pippa um, is cute. But I also... I don't know if that would stop them because I don't know if it needs to stop them. I, I think Megan has too much pride as like her own woman to have a name shared with Kate, who we know that she doesn't like sister. Yeah. I just also think, I just don't think. Me it's, neither. Yeah. It's not going to cut it. And like in, um, even in though the schools, it's, like, it's in, 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 no, the school district in Calabasas is not like you fucking have with Apple. The you Moses, have Saint. You have North and Philippa. No, it's just not going to work. It's not rolling off the tongue and for also, me. And also, Archie and Philippa does not work. Not at all. Archie and Spencer. You think it's going to be Spencer? Uh, of course, after Lady Di. I got that vibe after the Oprah interview. I do believe I said it on the podcast first. So, like, just in case I'm right, I just want to credit. Because, um, one, it's super meaningful to Lady Di, of course. And mm-hmm. we know that Harry and Meghan are very, of course, you know, connected to her legacy and I also think it's like a good Hollywood name it's like kind of like gender bending it's like Spencer could be a girl or a boy I think it's good I think it's good I think it's good I have three you wrote them down I wrote them down I have three that I think it could be the first one is Margot I think like named after Princess Margaret but they're obviously not going to name her Margaret so I think Margot is a a fresh take on on that royal name. I mean, Margot's an absolutely stunning name. I've never met a Margot who like I wasn't intimidated by. I think it's it's modern. I think it could be. I like that. Um, then I added just a classic royal name that is just classic, which would be Alexandra, and they can they can riff off of that. Too basic for a Hollywood A list couple living in Calabasas. But Archie and Alexandra, very so sweet, cute. very so sweet, cute, and very royal. Yeah. And then the third, which is another royal name, not as big in like Britain, but just a pretty name that has royal ties, Sophia. Lovely as well, but again, not going to cut it on the Marymount High School playground. I, I think it will. I think Margot and Sophia will, and I think Alexandra, if they with a with a nice nickname. I think it will cut it. Those are my choices. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I think they're all really good choices. Obviously not as good as Spencer because that's like so clearly the answer here, you know. Or Philippa. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's going to be no. And who are these people uh, who came up with this prediction? Just like people on Twitter or like actual experts? Um, <laughs> I don't know. People Magazine. Oh, so it's just like people from Twitter. Yeah, I guess so. Or maybe it's like the odds in the betting world. Yeah. I mean, I think I don't. a lot of people aren't even bringing it up, but I think Spencer's like, so when you were going to say like people have come to a conclusion, like what the name's going to be, it's like obviously Spencer. No, but like Prince Philip just died. This is yes. the first child being named, first child being born after his death, like Philippa. Yeah, but you know, people, yeah, people in the UK need to be a little bit more creative because like Philip like is a boy's name. And I think they're just like trying to make it a girl's name. And you know, like when you're speaking Spanish, you just change like the O to an A, like yeah. Philippa, like <laughs> It's just not a name. Filipina? No, that's like a country. Yeah. Um, you can make it like Phyllis. Phyllis. Yeah. <laughs> Stunning. 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 Gorgeous. Phyllis at Marymount High School. Phyllis Markle. <laughs> Mountbatten, Windsor. Phyllis Windsor. Actually, Phyllis been... Mountbatten. Okay, they're not going to call her Phyllis Mountbatten, Windsor. Present in school. Like, yes, they will. It's going to be Philly Windsor. Yes, they will. Stunning. Very stunning. Or no, oh, I was thinking maybe also May, but she'll be born not in May, so. May's ugly too. But May, no is, offense. May is a historic oh, royal is it? name. Yeah, Queen Mary's name was May. 
Got May it. of tech. Got it. It's funny when we talk about names because like we have you know so many listeners and, and like, yeah we're they, offending people yeah like we have toasters named May so I'm like May's ugly no, justice for the May toasters I take that back it's actually quite a lovely name do you even say it was ugly because I I don't think that it is I do believe I said that yeah oh okay well I disagree and also uh, I I'm sorry but I don't take back what I said to the Philippa toasters. <laughs> Even though I'm like almost certain you don't exist. Um, if you do exist, like come on the show. Come on the show. And, and tell also, us what it was like growing up with a name like Philippa. But Pippa. like So there, cute. There's just so many nicknames. Like if you have a great nickname, it doesn't even matter. And yeah. that's really what it's been like for the royal family. Like they all are named the same thing. Yeah. As like their fathers and their grandfathers. And they all have these nicknames like Albert, Bertie. Right. There's one Queen Victoria had seven kids. And the last one, they just called it Baby. Love that. My yeah. Uber driver today had seven children and four of them were named Claudia. Ooh, yeah. four of them? Yes. Four of them? He, he, I got in the car and he was like, Claudia? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, it's my daughter's name. And he's like, I have four. I'm like, oh my God, I'm one of four also. He's like, no, I have seven kids, but four of them are named Claudia. I'm like, stunning. Like, I've never heard of that. Interesting take on a, on a modern name. Yeah. Um, also, what I was just about to say, what were we talking about? Names. Oh, names. I think the name Elizabeth is like really pretty, but I think it's like the best name for nicknames. Like there's literally so many. Betty. Betty, Lizzie, Liz, Lizzie, Lisa, Lisa, Beth, Beth. There's so many. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it's Timeless. been around for so long that you don't have to worry that it's going to go out of style. Timeless. We yeah. never go out of style. We never go out of style. Um, and I guess like someone could be named Victoria or a take on Victoria because they don't have that in the family right now. I thought that's what you were going to suggest as well. But the thing is, like, I just don't think that. Megan and Harry have enough reverence for Queen Victoria. No, it's not not even Queen Victoria. I just think that like it's been made clear like they have annexed themselves from the family. Like they don't want to be royals. So I don't think this royal name lineage they give a shit. Right. I agree. Even though Archie Archie was born when they were still royal, so they had to abide by the rules. I agree, but that's why I think they're going to choose a name with a loose royal tie-in that is modern and pretty on its own that they like regardless. Like Spencer, (laughs) unlike Philippa. Oh yeah, it's too obvious. Like um go. Margo or Sophia. Okay, those are both stunning names. Stunning. stunning. Archie and Sophia. Love to see it. Sophia with an F, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good joke. Um, okay, by the way, speaking of stunning things, today's episode is brought to you by Hair Food. They offer simple, superfood inspired products that will make your hair look and feel amazing. Whatever hair texture or hair type you have, Hair Food has a recipe for you. In addition to their beloved nourishing coconut milk and chai spice collection, you've got to try some of their new recipes, like the apple cider apple cider vinegar hair rinse, which is perfect for days when your hair needs a gentle cleanse before conditioning, the turmeric and turmeric 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 and almond oil detangling milk which takes care of the most stubborn knots and reduces frizz and the shea butter and pear color repair concentrate which makes overprocessed hair look vibrant and healthy they all smell so good and every hair product hair food product is free of sulfates parabens dyes mineral oils and they are certified PETA cruelty free so it's so nice when you like hear good things about certain like everyone's always like you have to use apple cider vinegar in your hair and I'm like what then there's literally a product for you also the turmeric and almond oil detangling milk is so fabulous because detanglers are not just for children so if you're looking for nourished healthy hair it's got to be hair food look for it at Amazon Walmart and Target that's hair food at Amazon Walmart and Target love it I love hair food wait before we get into the next story have you seen the the commercials for the show why women kill no. It's on Paramount Plus and it's from the creator of Desperate Housewives. And it looks Mark like, Cherry? 
Uh, oh, they no, I think it's probably like a, a lesser known creator. Oh, so it was an assistant on? <laughs> for sure. But it looks like something we would like. So oh, yes, wanna, I agree. Just want to flag that for you. Um, it sounds like a show that already had come out. It's not new, is it? No, it's new. It oh. hasn't come out yet. It, well, it's now streaming on Paramount Plus. Not an ad. Just wanted to flag that for you. I just think that. Because I've seen the commercial twice and it's like Mad Men vibes. Okay. Okay. Oh, you know what I started last night? Hmm. The um, Halston series on... Netflix. Yeah. I started watching the wrong one. Everyone's like, watch Halston. I'm like, okay. So I go to Apple TV and the first thing that comes up is this boring ass documentary on Amazon Prime. But then I actually did have like a good foundation of knowledge about like who Halston was and like the whole thing. Um, it's pretty good actually. It's, uh, who's, who plays, he's like a famous actor who plays Halston and he's like very, you know, uh, talented actor. He's just I'm like it up. being such an actor in the, you know what I Ewan mean? Ewan McGregor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Beauty and the Beast, right? Yeah. I think he was uh, the clock. No, 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 no. That was um, you a different Mc- McGregor, I believe. Okay. Um, the show is really good. Um, and it's definitely like an interesting story worth telling. But some of the acting is community theater. Like, it's really shocking because it's like... You're right. He was in Beauty and the Beast. He was, right? Who yeah. was he? The clock. He was... Hold on. Go back to what you were saying. I'll find out. I was just saying, like, some of the acting in this Halston series is very community theater-esque, especially coming from Ewan, who's, like, a world-renowned <laughs> actor. I mean, he was... Lumiere. Be- Lumiere. Thank wow. you. He, he was w- amazing. He was amazing. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Flying through the air with the greatest of ease. And I'm just like, this is the same guy as Lumiere. Like, his acting is just, like, not his best. And I know that's might be crazy to say, seeing as how I'm a brain-dead moron, but still, like, I just think he could have done better. Okay. But it's a great, the fashion is like so, the set is so. Do you think I should watch it? You will love it. Like, it's elegance. It's like 60s, 70s New York. What happened to elegance? Class. (laughs) Like, that's literally what it is. Like, it's just fabulous. Like, and they really, I actually was happy to have saw the documentary first because they got a lot of the people who are being portrayed in this Halston series and they look exactly like, like I knew who half of these people were just because I saw them in the documentary, like the real person. Interesting. Yeah, it's good. People really liked it and recommended it to me. And I'm only on like episode three, but it's really good. And the girl who plays Liza Minnelli, like who knew that Liza Minnelli was integral to the success of Halston, you know? Who would have mm-hmm. known that? Um, she, the girl who plays Liza is great. It's okay. really good. Okay, cool. Next up, a little sports news that's so crazy that we promised to update you on. Churchill Downs bans the Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirits trainer for two years after the horse fails two drug tests. Wow, Bob Baffert had convinced me, but apparently this horse is on drugs. (laughs) (laughs) No, when you like, when you are accused of something and you defend yourself like so hard and you're willing to do anything, take a drug test, DNA test, it's like, of course you're innocent, but like to go through all that just to be a liar. Yep. The Bob Baffert, the Hall of Fame trainer of Medina Spirit, the winner of this year's Kentucky Derby, has been banned by horse racing venue Churchill Downs for the next two years after his prized horse failed two drug tests. Result of, results of the Derby winner's tests were confirmed to New York Times and CNBC on Wednesday. The horse had two positive drug samples of banned steroid drug betamethasone from the day of the Derby in May. So what happens to the title? Does it go to someone else? I don't know. I don't know. And honestly, being banned for two years, it's kind of like a slap on the wrists. Mm-hmm. Because, like, once you, you know, what is the word I'm looking for? Ta- tamper with the integrity of the race. You obviously have no respect for horse culture. 
Yeah. Therefore, I, I think you should receive a punishment slightly harsher than a two-year suspension. Yes. I would just say I do think this man has respect for horse culture because he's, like, dedicated his entire life to it. I don't know. But I don't know if I would why agree with that. was the horse on drugs? Right. Like, justice for the horse. Like, there's so many things to unpack here. But I think what's not even being said is, like, the unethicality of giving a horse drugs when the horse can't consent to wanting drugs, you know? And I, no, like, it's mean. The horse is probably, like, minding his own business, and all of a sudden he's, like, feeling, Working so hard. You know, and he's feeling, like, speedy and having anxiety, and it's like, he didn't ask for that. No, he didn't. That's like somebody unknowingly, like, roofying you. That's, yeah. It's unethical. It I is. actually feel really bad for the horse. I feel bad for the horse because he felt like such a winner, and now he feels like a loser. Not even that. He was given drugs that he did not ask for. Therefore... Yes. The suspension should be more than two years. It should be five. Oh, interesting. So the it is yet to be determined if this the if Medina Spirit's win will be rescinded from the jockey who rode him. Right. John Velasquez. The victory marked his fourth Derby win, that jockey. The horse's owner, Zidane, would have to forfeit the one point eight million dollar first place check if the horse is disqualified. You know, in another world So it's unclear yet if he's been disqualified from winning the Derby, but the trainer has been suspended for two years. Got it. I mean in another lifetime, like, you and I could have and should have been horse jockeys. Like, mm-hmm. our proportions are just so perfect for it. We actually did grow up riding horses. Like, that could have been our path. That could have been our path. Our jockey is too big and our horse is too small. What's that from? Secretariat. hmm Is there a... Are there a lot of female jockeys? Actually, I think it's from Seabiscuit, because I don't recall Secretariat being deficient Jackie. in any way. Same thing. Like, oh, for sure. Sec- the movie Secretariat and the movie Seabiscuit are literally the same movie Except about one named horses that start with S. With S that were champions. Though I do think that Seabiscuit was like the Oscar perfect, worthy. No, no. I think the opposite. No, but no. Seabiscuit, Seabiscuit was Toby Maguire. I'm sorry. Seabiscuit the horse was oh. a perfect specimen of horse. Yeah. Perfect spechemin. And Secretariat, and Secretari- despite all the odds, odds, he was like a little bit of an underdog and like Toby Maguire was like a little tall or something. I'm talking about the movies. Seabiscuit, like, was in theaters. It was, I think it got nominated for a bunch of Oscars. I don't think so. Secretariat was, like, like, a DCOM. No, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secretariat was a DCOM. A Disney Channel original movie. Like, it was, we we love that movie. It's, like, our family's favorite movie. We think it's, like, God's gift to this earth when it's literally, like, a Disney Channel commercial-free movie. No, no, no. You guys, if you've never seen Secretariat, treat yourself, and it's so good. It's not DCOM, like. No, it's unbelievable, and there's so much to unpack. Diane Lane, is that her name? Mm-hmm. And AJ Michalka, who also has a singing performance. Uh-huh. And the grandma from Hannah Montana <gasps> movie. Yes. Yeah. There's a so lot. So good. There's a lot there. And Medina Spirit, is there going to make a movie about him? Yeah. Will it be Oscar worthy or will it be a decom? No. We'll have to wait and see. And it's going to be a really sad one. Where, yeah. Like he was on drugs. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for our fifth and final But story? I would like the Medina Spirit film to be told from the perspective of Medina himself and what it was like to be just poked and prodded when literally nobody asked for it. Yeah. And I agree. I agree. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Sure. It's a final story. Okay, and this is going to lead us into our Beverly Hills recap, but Erica Jane and Tom Girardi's legal scandals are at the center of a new documentary. That was fast. This may not be the biopic Erica Jane was hoping for. The star of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and her estranged husband, Tom Girardi's legal scandals, are the subject of a new documentary called The Housewife and the Hustler. ABC News Originals film centers around how many 
around the singer and her lawyer ex and the implosion of their carefully maintained image. The filmmakers were able to obtain voicemail messages, court records, and a never-before-aired deposition tape of Girardi, according to ABC News. Yeah, also, um, Heather McDonald is in it. I know, I saw that. I'm really shocked that this turned around so fast because, first of all, like, there's yet to be charges dropped, like... Yeah. It's, it's the story ongoing. is still being told. So this is a little premature in my opinion. Yeah. But I'm still going to watch it. Yeah. When I first was watching the trailer, I was like, oh my God, is this an episode of American Greed? And then right. I was like, oh no, it's The Housewife and the Hustler, which also sounds like a rom-com. A hundred, the <laughs> Beauty and the Baker. Like, <laughs> literally. Literally. The Beauty and the Baker. Um, but I guess it will end with like, you know, Tom has now been in, right. uh, like with a little text on screen. Yeah. It's a little premature for sure. Um, and the name is super bizarre but when I saw it I thought this was like a fan edit I'm like this is like the name is so tacky and I'm like this is obviously like somebody some housewife fan like made this video but then it turns out it's like fully gonna be on Hulu yeah on June 14th and so it's gonna be really interesting to have this information like while about the the facts of the case while watching it play out on Beverly Hills but you know somebody did chime in somebody who I did not expect to uh hear from on this matter but Leah Black from the Real Housewives of Miami, whose husband mm-hmm. is like one of the biggest lawyers. In the he's, he's like a Tom Girardi. Yeah. What was his famous case? Something about JFK? Uh, hold on, I'll tell you. It was a famous one. Roy Black. Roy Black. Because I want to find... Oh, here. And this is what she said about the Erica Girardi of it all. She said, I hope people keep an open mind about Erica. Hashtag R-H-O-B. The law partners slash accountants didn't know the california bar didn't know the creditors didn't know the city lavishing husband with awards didn't know so why would people assume a singer slash dancer with no background in law and finance should know be nice okay so leah black has spoken and honestly i respect her opinion he's known for his for his gaining an acquittal in 1991 of william kennedy smith on charges of rape Ooh, that's the case from that he met his wife at is it like because he met she served on the jury what? Right? Leah Black served on the jury of a case that he, of the big one. Gotta get Leah on a jury. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. That's what I remember. They are so rich. Yeah. And they've been married forever. Mm-hmm. Wow. I bet she was happy she got served that day. Woo. Yeah. I mean, I can't find it now, but that's what I remember. But correct me if I'm wrong. That's Anyways, so interesting. The Housewife and the Hustler, June 14th, Hulu. I'll be watching. 100%. Yeah. It's like research. Love that Heather McDonald is in it. I know. She's a perfect person for she it. She is. Like, she is a commentator on the subject. And that actually makes me think, like, this is going to be a well-done documentary because they had the foresight to put Heather McDonald. She's so funny and she really knows everything. Yeah. And she's, like, been... She's Liz, been watching. Lizzie Calabasas. Like, yeah. she knows it all. Yep. Huh. Um, well, that is a great segue into our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap, which is brought to you by SolaWave. Um, it's, we started using their advanced skincare wand a few weeks ago, and we can't imagine our life without it. We've noticed a huge difference in the texture, brightness, and radiance of our skin. And what we love about the SolaWave wand is that it combines four different skincare technologies, including red light therapy and microcurrent, which are backed by decades of science, so you know it's not a gimmick. You can rest assured that you are using... What you're using on your face has been tried, tested, and approved by tens of thousands of happy customers, ourselves included. This wand, I've heard about red light technology, and I know a lot of celebrities use it, but this wand is perfect. It's the perfect size, and it comes with this amazing serum that I've been using for other skincare needs, like when I use my gua sha. It's a great hyaluronic-based skin serum, and the wand just makes you feel 
glowy and tight and bright. It's super lightweight and portable, so you can throw it in your purse or carry on with you when you travel. It feels amazing on our skin, like a luxurious facial massage that leaves us with an instant glow. So if you want to get your skin summer ready, use our special code at checkout to get $30 off for a limited time. They also offer a 30-day risk-free trial and free expedited shipping. Just go to MySolaWave, that's M-Y-S-O-L-A-W-A-V-E.com and enter the promo code TOAST for $30 off. It is a fabulous skincare tool for the summer it's also great for travel real results and check out that serum with hyaluronic acid it's fabulous i highly recommend amazing and i just do want to confirm she met her husband when she was doing jury duty during the rape trial of william kennedy smith and roy was his lawyer a year later leah ran into him and they started to date now they've been married since 1994 so i guess they met a year later, not no, but they like just if to they be, had, it's like when it's a misconnection. It's like when you see someone on Hinge and then you like meet them in real life, like. So do you say you and Zach met on Hinge? I say we met at work, just like they met at the trial. No, you're no, 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 because you and Zach matched on Hinge and like never message, and then a year later, like you met, uh, like uh, two months later, whatever. Yeah. So you say that you met at work at work when you met in person. Listen, you and then, go with the one that sounds better. Yeah, of course, the jury's a better story, but they say they ran into each other a year later. Sounds like it did, they just so happened to have been in the same room no, once. But, but if they hadn't been on that jury, she probably would have been like, "Hey, I was on the jury." And I'm sure the jury became famous, so they probably recognized each other from the trial. He Maybe. probably saw her in the box. He was working, but he was like, "Ooh, that beautiful lady." And then a year later, she shows up. Honestly, speaks to his skills as a lawyer that he was able to fall in love with a jury <laughs> and get the acquittal and also get the acquittal like that's why he's one of the highest paid lawyers in the country 100%. and they live in the biggest house of all time that literally has never been cleaned a hundred percent okay real housewives of beverly hills part two in tahoe the scene opens this was really like the downfall of sunstruck like that's what the episode should have been called she was being so chaotic and saying some of the dumbest shit ever so and like, sensitive too so sensitive about the stupid prank which wasn't even funny and honestly she just like kept kind of perpetuating and trying to like compare like her struggles as a white woman to the struggles of crystal as an asian woman and garcelle as a black woman when like honestly like they couldn't be more different and crystal I- i'm I like Crystal a lot and I fully understand her frustration, like not even being able to give Sutton the time of day. Like Sutton is so fragile and so sensitive and like literally Crystal was, I understand that like there was this joke going around and Sutton didn't know. So there was like some confusion and like that made her cry for some reason. But once she, once she was in on the joke and everyone explained to her, Crystal was like, I was kicking you because I didn't want Kathy. Like she couldn't let it go. Yeah, she kept like digging herself into this hole and she couldn't get, get out, out of, of it. her own way. And she really should have left and went to her room because she needed just like to remove herself from the situation. But like sitting there and trying to get over, like to process all of her emotions in front of everyone, it was just getting worse and worse. And so, yeah, she wasn't helping herself whatsoever. But I think it's clear for the women who have known Sutton for more than one season now that like, she is an odd bird. Yes. And so many of the women who didn't really understand her season one, just like I think Crystal is experiencing now, now know her, really like her, and consider her a friend with all of her quirks and everything. That's very true. Like, Garcelle was being very protective Understanding. Of her. And I think even, like, remember, I feel like last season, Erica and Dorit had, like, no time for Sutton. Yeah. And now, like, they're just more understanding of her because sometimes people take a minute to figure out. 100%. And so I think Crystal's experienced what everybody is experienced last season with Sutton, where it's just like, what's wrong with this woman? But I think Crystal has a lower threshold for Sutton's bullshit. Yeah, definitely. But I just think that, like, when you come into this group, like, Sutton is just, like, the obvious weak link yeah because everybody else is like so like Tight. sure of themselves and fabulous and this and that and like Sutton is just like oh bizarre she's just bizarre yeah so 
I can understand why they're not meshing whatsoever right now. And I think Sutton did absolutely nothing to help her case. But now things are going to get weird with this next like scene into next week. I was like literally like my heart was beating fast. Like when Crystal, who was still mic'd and on the phone with her friend, I guess when you're new to a show, like you always forget that you're mic'd. She didn't even say anything so well, bad. Well, that conversation wouldn't have been aired if Sutton didn't go downstairs. Because and it's Sutton like, got drunk. Because why was she going down to her room to bring her her coat in the middle of the night? Like, yeah. Oh, I guess. Well, maybe they sh- say she left the room like twenty minutes before and she left her coat upstairs. They said forty five minutes later. Oh, it, oh, okay, okay. That make that tracks. So she w- might have just been like trying to like be helpful and extend an olive branch. You know when like you get you drunk and you just want to help everyone. Yeah, it was just like a weird thing. It to do. It was just really weird. And then especially considering next week we find out that like Crystal was naked and she was just complaining on the phone how like she thinks Sutton is so weird and like and coming for her and creepy. And then she walks in and she's naked. So like, no, it's weird. It's a weird dynamic one in which I don't think we've ever seen. And last week we were saying how like we really feel like we don't get to know like Kathy Hilton at all and I feel like this episode was like a a decent amount of Kathy Hilton time and like I don't know I kind of lived for her like she just literally did not go on that torturous trip that took like an hour to get to and an hour to get back and the women were like beat when they were done and she just like slept till 12 she drank a Red Bull because she thought it was a soft drink like she was being funny so I feel like I still don't know a lot about her but she brings like a levity and like a fun like the prank was her idea she brings like a good vibe and I actually think Kyle's like very relaxed around her yeah yeah, not like she was with Kim because I always felt like she, I feel like she felt like she had to protect Kim. Yes. Whereas like Kathy is a grown woman and she knows how, like, And what Kathy she's can doing. hold her own and like socialize without the help of Kyle. But I think Kyle likes having her cool older sister there. It makes Kyle feel cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just like really, really, and she wasn't even in this episode, but the previews for next week when they like get into the Denise stuff again and Lisa Rinna just says again, like, no, I was so wrong. Let's move on. No, like, you literally ruined someone's life. Like, can we take a breath and, like, let's discuss it. Like, the no. way you always want to own it, Lisa. Like, other no, people... No, no, but here's t- the thing. Like, she is owning it. But it's like, okay, so now what's the... Repercussions. Repercussion. Like, what about Denise? Justice for Denise. Like, you, you can't... She just, like, thinks... She is owning it. You're right. But, like, there's no... It's like, it's so weird. It's such a weird feeling to like for, to have someone be so wrong and damaging to someone else's life and then also like take full responsibility, responsibility, but like there is no emotion. Yeah. It's just, it's a weird tactic. Yeah. No, it's brilliant because nobody can say you're not. I know. I need Garcelle to um, bring, no, to bring Denise into the fold because Lisa Rinna needs to say this all to Denise. Right. So it's so easy. That's what it is. It's so easy for Lisa to like completely own it. Say she was wrong. She was the leader of this whole movement with all the girls. When Denise is not around. Say it to Denise. Yeah. And bring Denise back on the show. Bring back Denise. I'm not over it. No. Justice for fucking Denise. Yeah. Um... But other than that, what really happened? There was It was like a good episode, but nothing major. Yeah, I thought that like the prank was just like a little stupid. And, so and I can imagine, like obviously Sutton was just so sensitive and handled everything so wrong. But like if everybody is at a table. Texting. Texting in on a joke. And they all decided to tell the next person, the next person. But like nobody told her. I would feel like a loser too. Yeah. And then when they were sitting down afterwards in the living room, I'm like, wow, everyone was involved on the joke except for her and Kyle. And I guess like Kyle just doesn't care. But like, you're right. Like she's so insecure. And like she's so not sure of herself. So like everyone's texting. Everyone's in on something. You think it's about you. Yeah. And also they just had this like heavy conversation about being Southern and race and all these things. So like, she probably was already like feeling like ins- she said the wrong thing. Right. And now everyone's texting, texting and it's like it feels like it's about her. hundred percent. But then she just emotionally handled it ir- like irrationally. No, the walk from the sprinter vans to the living room was so chaotic. Like everyone like hovering over each other. It was just so messy. Um, and 
And it, it appears as things don't get better with Crystal because we have that iconic scene like, what am I jealous of? Your leather pants. Like things don't get better between Crystal and Sutton, which yeah. is frustrating because I, I do like them both. I actually don't think like some people are meant to be friends, you know, like they're just so different. I don't know. I think I could see them being friends next season. I think they just, I think Sutton's a really difficult person to understand. Yes. But she I, has won over so, like the so whole many cast. people. When last season she was like, like, Put the mouse down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, but I really like Crystal. I have to say, like, I think Me she's too. really, like, adapting very well, very quickly, making friends with a lot of the girls. And I really, really like her. Like, Me I think too. she's great. I think she brings great energy to the show. She brings a whole new level of, like, rich Hollywood film industry, which I love. And I think she's really holding her own very well. Me, I totally agree. Yeah. Great, great stuff so far, ladies. And good episode. Tonight is Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So Yay. we'll recap that tomorrow for Friday's episode. Oh my God, you guys, tomorrow's Friday. Just acknowledge it, you know, just acknowledge savor it. Let's take a moment to Let's quietly acknowledge a space somewhere. A moment, moment of silence for Friday. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you guys have an amazing day, and we'll see you tomorrow for Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.